name is Sandra, and in this episode, we are going to talk about the Texas Heartbeat Bill. Before we begin, I would like to say that we are going to talk about sexual assault and have some explicit language, so viewer discretion is advised. Around May, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed the law that bans abortion at six weeks, which is before most people even realize that they're pregnant or have missed a period. The law is scheduled to take effect in September. This bill will make no exception on pregnancies that are resulted from rape or incest, and any private citizen can take legal pursuit against the abortion providers as well as others. So there's a lot to unpack here. For starters, all of this entire law in general is unconstitutional as well as a violation of basic human rights, first of all, and also for the Roe versus Wade decision. To start off, there are people who don't know that they're pregnant until after six weeks or throughout the six weeks, right? The second thing that made me want to talk about this was hearing that rape and or incest will not be an exception to this. Around two years ago, I was raped by one of my ex-partners who attended the same school I go to. A month later, I got in a relationship with someone else who ultimately did the same thing to me. Both of them attended my school and the first person graduated and is now in a four-year college while the other got kicked out of the academy, transferred to another school, and who knows where he is now. I never pressed any charges against them because they made me believe that it was a normal thing in relationships, that you're expected to be forced to do these things that you don't want to do in the first place. When I told my friend for the first time, they said that maybe I was being overdramatic which I did somewhat expect that um, question. However, I was still surprised that one of my friends asked me that question. It made me realize how much we have normalized rape culture. What I mean by that is, for starters, when someone comes out with their story, you get asked these questions. If you were dressing up provocatively, if you were drunk or under the influence if you were seducting them or whatever the reason is even when they're your own partners you they ask you this question of like are you sure you didn't you think it's rape are you sure because like they're your partners so they can't be doing that stuff you know let's be honest rape happens more common than we think it does Sometimes it can happen in our own homes, at school, on the way to school, a walk to the corner store, taking out the trash, going to work, being at work. Sometimes it doesn't have to be by a stranger. It can be by your own parent, your sibling, your cousin, your teacher even, or even a higher authority like a like a lawyer or a police officer or a politician. Take, for example, the Me Too movement, correct? 
when one of the actresses started to say that this director was sexually assault was sexually abusing them and the person i i believe to this they didn't have any um consequences or another example jeffrey Epstein, who i believe was the one who did a lot of nasty things with kids or to make it even more bigger with gandhi gandhi laid with minors naked trying to test if they would fight against the temptation of having sex not only that but with her his daughter-in-law right we have normalized it for centuries that now when someone comes out we're like yeah sure you're probably just asking for attention you're probably dressed up to provocatively let's talk about a recent event tristan bailey a 14 year old girl in florida who was walking back home in a cheerleading uniform and aiden felt she came up to her brutally raped her and ultimately murdered her and then you have all of his friends including himself on social media saying that she was enjoying it that she was being sexually aroused that she was asking for it while walking home with a cheerleading uniform unfortunately america has failed us in so many things for starters it has failed us in teaching about how important consent is how different relationships are how all of these things all of these things i'm saying is a reflection on what america has failed on and we desperately need to fix it and then you have all of these people saying oh no because you know religion and all of these things i'm like you're going to pay closer attention to a book that has been translated millions of times has been decades old sometimes might be inaccurate due to the fact that it's been translated a bunch of times and rewritten over the well-being of your own child and it is sad because I have met people who are like that. My best friend's father from years ago said that homosexuality was a mental illness and approached to me and tried to create some type of relationship with me. And my mother, she is overprotective. However, she didn't realize what the signs were until most recently when I talked to her about it. And it is disappointing to see how much we are lacking it. You have people here telling you when you're pregnant and after you got raped to give birth to it and to put it up for adoption. Most of these children are abused mentally, physically, and sexually. And even if they try and get help, most of the time they're turned away. I am asking for all of my listeners to share this episode on social media, to talk, bring up these conversations with your family members, even if they might be against it. Have these conversations in classes. Have these conversations with your principals, with your directors. Have these conversations everywhere you go. Because even if you don't think that it's important, it's important to your mothers, to your sisters, to your friends, to your cousins, to everyone around you. 
Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode and have a good day.